Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Fuck the Filters podcast. I am your host, Alicia Chesser, and this is a space where women are encouraged to step into their power, take control of their life, deal with their fucking shit so they can become the best versions of themselves. Girl, I am talking growth, healing codependency, stopping people pleasing, setting boundaries, and protecting your own energy. This is going to be a juicy ass episode, so let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people. So really what motivated me to record this episode right now is I just went back and listened to my very first ever episode. And for those of you who haven't listened to it, it is called Overcoming Codependency and Learning How to Be Alone. And I just, when I was listening to the episode, I just thought to myself, this is insane because I remember when I used to be terrified of being alone and I remember when I used to be a very codependent person and very anxiously attached at that because of my codependency and I just remember how much of a struggle that was and how hard that was and how awful it made me feel most of the time and then to listen to that episode of me encouraging people to heal that and overcome that and know that they can be alone and the power and solitude and all of that is just insane and it's insane for me to look back on how I'm sorry I'm like slightly sick so that's why I'm a little raspy but it's all right and I'm like running out of breath because I'm talking so fast and so much but all right just let's just all take a deep breath okay I call you all to just take a deep breath with me so let's just do this together okay that was really just for me to ground my own energy and I really do that throughout the day like so many times it's really great for me though um I actually want to take a breath work class but anyways I'm going off on a tangent um going back and listening to that episode and just thinking back on how I used to be so afraid of being alone and I used to be so codependent looking at that version of myself and then looking at who I am now is baffling it's just insane to me because I have come so far and I think a lot of the time us as people in a whole but mostly women we do not give ourselves enough credit and we do not sit back and really look at how far we have come and how much emotional growth and just intellectually how far we come because we are fucking transforming every year every month every six months and you just you go through the motions every day and you don't realize that you are becoming this better version of yourself and we're just so caught up in getting to the next level and the next thing and the next um fixation whatever we're fixed fixated on rather fixated I don't know if I said that right but like rather it's I want to get this new job or I want to start this podcast or I want to get this degree we're so focused on getting there that we aren't even open we aren't our we're blind to the growth that is happening to the expansion that is happening the emotional 
growth, I guess. Just so much growth. Just growth everywhere, girl. And then you get that thing that you wanted so bad. And it's just like, okay, now what? You know? So we really just need to take the time to just stop and just slow down and just look. Just look. I'm not saying like look in the rear mirror, but like just look behind you and look how far you have come and just really take that moment to give yourself credit and just hold that space for yourself because it's fucking amazing it's just so fucking amazing to me how I am a person now who um, prioritizes my solitude and my alone time and I'm protective as fuck over my energy and I did not used to be like that. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. I never wanted to be alone. I would surround myself with not the best people. I would surround myself with chaos and toxicity. And it just was never good or not what was in my highest self's um what's what am I what am I trying to say here? Not in my like best well-being. Oh, but anyways, I hope y'all followed that. <laughs> anyways, the whole point of that was for me to just express how crazy it is. When we take time to just really sit and acknowledge how far we have come and how much growth has happened. Wow. Wow. Let's just take that time to just really appreciate ourselves and our growth. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Sometimes I just have to laugh at myself, y'all. But with all of that being said, solitude is so important when it comes to healing codependency. If you are a codependent person or you struggle with being alone or you are anxiously attached because of your codependency, uh, listen, girl, I feel you. I am here for you. And I hold this space for you to come and feel safe and understood because it's fucking hard. I know it's fucking hard, but I promise you when you sit through the hard and the uncomfortable and you get to the other side, you're going to be like, damn, that's what Alicia was talking about. That's why this girl says solitude is so important. So I just really encourage you to just sit in your own solitude and take the time to yourself and prioritize your alone time so you can really sit back and become aware of the areas of where you may just be um, being codependent or maybe even a people pleaser so that's just that's a whole other aspect of codependency in my opinion I think that they go a little bit hand in hand and actually if you didn't know this people pleasing is actually a trauma response so people pleasing is something that we adapt as children in our childhood like most things we are we adapt this in our childhood as a way to make ourselves feel safe or as oh no it's more of i mean same thing but it's more of like a survival tactic right so we adapt this as a survival tactic tactic as order to make our, <laughs> to make ourselves feel safe okay we adapt this to make ourselves feel safe. So if you find yourself people-pleasing, and for those of you who may not be very familiar with people-pleasing, at least my personal perspective of what people-pleasing is, is um, 
doing things for other people or doing things that other people want you to do strictly just for that other person or to make that other person feel good even if you do not want to do it even if it makes you feel uncomfortable even if you're not happy doing it if it's going to drain your energy in some type of way so if you are doing something to benefit another person but it is not benefiting you which okay that sounds bad <laughs> like I'm not saying that you shouldn't do things to help people just because you don't get benefit from them I'm trying I've never really ex- tried to explain people pleasing before I guess but you can't pour from an empty cup okay and that's what people pleasing is like is if you are doing things for other people but you are not showing up for yourself okay and that's where the importance and setting boundaries comes to but I'm going on a whole tangent because I'm trying to talk about people pleasing and I'm all like boundaries woo (laughs) but anyways (laughs) people pleasing is a trauma response and it is something we adapt in childhood because our parent or our caregiver guardian act whatever whoever maybe they were um not like neglectful in a way maybe they were abusive maybe they just were emotionally distant whatever it was uh maybe they were angry and they had like outbursts so prime example here okay okay i'm gonna get a little personal a little vulnerable here to use an example so i have been a people pleaser a lot of the time in my life I'm working on it, actively working on it. Um, but my father, growing up, was always very angry. I just, when I remember my childhood and I think about my father, I just remember him being very angry a lot of the time. And I felt like I had to walk on eggshells almost. I remember a lot of my childhood, me being very um, anxious and feeling like I had to walk on eggshells because I didn't know when he was going to get angry and when it was going to set him off and then I mean he wasn't ever physically abusive towards me ever but he was very emotionally distant and very emotionally neglectful and he would get angry and mad and then maybe just shut himself off in a different room or you could just feel his upset angry and it was very negative and it had a very bad impact on me as a child and especially as a child who was a daddy's girl and who loved the fuck out of her father and just so badly wanted him to be happy and just so badly wanted this love and affection from my father that I would not get most of the time and so I became a people pleaser Because as a child, I was always trying to please my father. And I was always trying to walk on eggshells and do everything that I thought would make him happy. And I would do everything that I thought that would keep him comfortable and calm and not so anxious and angry so that I could feel safe. I really just wanted to feel safe. Looking back now, knowing the things that I know as an adult ish (laughs) looking back on a child I just wanted to feel safe and I just wanted to feel secure and I lacked that 
And so I adapted this people-pleasing tactic because I was constantly walking on eggshells and trying to please my father. And I mean, I did it with my mother too, but she wasn't as, um, she was not as angry. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, the thing is we pick up these things as children because a primary caregiver made us feel as if we had to walk on eggshells and as if we had to act and behave a certain way in order for us to feel safe and secure. There it is. Sorry, guys. It took me a really long time to walk around that, but there it is for you. So when we are people-pleasing in adulthood, we are not doing any service of ourselves and we are neglecting ourselves almost and our our well-being okay because a lot of the time that I spent trying to show up or please my father I was just draining myself I was not making myself feel good because I was so focused on trying to keep him in positive you know mindset and that was not my responsibility as a child it is not children's responsibility to ensure that their parents are going to be happy go lucky and not freak the fuck out on them that is the adult's responsibility okay so when we are doing this as children we carry it into our adulthood and it's something we do subconsciously without realizing it so then if you get a boyfriend Um, then you're going to start trying to do everything in your power to make sure that he's happy, he's pleased, or she's happy. If you get a girlfriend, she's happy, she's pleased, you know? And you can't be pouring all the time into somebody else's cup if yours is fucking empty. And that's what people-pleasing is. I feel like that was a really fucking long explanation, but I hope that you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. So... People-pleasing in adulthood is only going to drain yourself. It's not going to do yourself of any service, okay? It's only going to make you feel exhausted. It's only going to drain you mentally and maybe even make leave you feeling anxious. Because if you're trying to give some to somebody and you haven't given to yourself, naturally you're probably going to start feeling anxious and like shit. And so we don't want that. And so that's where it comes important to put boundaries into place. Oh, the famous B word, boundaries. (laughs) But I don't, just don't mind me. Like I said, I laugh at myself sometimes. But setting boundaries can be hard, especially for someone who grew up, like I was just talking about, people-pleasing someone who grows up as a codependent person, someone who is anxiously attached because of all of the above, you become anxiously attached when you are a codependent person and when you are people-pleasing because then you know so much of your self-validation almost is wrapped up into pleasing this said person or whatever the situation is. Let me stop going off on tangents, guys. But setting boundaries is important because that's when protecting your own energy comes into play. 
When you set boundaries, you are protecting your own energy. And when you set boundaries, you stop people pleasing. Okay? So let me think of an example here. Okay. Say one of your friends hits you up and they want to go out drinking at this bar, right? And you're at home, you have a bunch of homework to do. And you know that if you go out to this bar, you are not going to get your homework done. And then the next day you're going to be anxious and feel like shit about it because you're just going to think about how you didn't like how you have so much homework and you didn't do any of it last night. And now you're probably hungover too and you have to try to do all this homework, yada, yada, whatever the case is. But your friends are texting you like, come on, come to the bar. Like you, like you, I really need you here. I've had a really shitty day. I really need my, my friend here drinking with me. What's going to happen? Naturally, your people pleaser is going to kick in and be like, ugh, okay, I'm going to go meet up with my friend at this bar because they said they need me. They had a really bad day and I'm a bad friend if I don't go. Fuck that, sis. That's where the boundaries come in right there because you know what is in your best interest is for you to keep your ass home and do your homework. You know what's going to be in your best benefit is to stay at home and do your homework. Yes, you lo- you can love your friend and care that they care about the bad day that they had and you can hold that space for them. But you do not have to neglect something that is important to you and is something that is you know, in your best interest in order to make someone else feel comfortable in order to please somebody else. All right? So this is where that boundary comes in. Because you have to stand your ground and say, listen, I understand that you had a bad day, but I have to get this homework done. It is very important to me and my mental health, but I love you and I am here. I am here if you need to call me and call me if you need a ride later. You enjoy your time out. Let me know if you need a ride. I'll come pick you up. I'll take you home. You know, just express your care for that person but also be like, but no, I'm going I'm, I'm doing what is best for me. I love you, but I'm doing what is best for me right now because I know this is going to be beneficial for me. Also, if that friend is still trying to like get you to go out after that, after you express this and they're like mad and angry, probably not a friend that you want to keep anyways, because they don't have your best interest in their mind and they are only caring about theirs. All right. So the only people that are going to be bothered by you placing boundaries like that and prioritizing yourself and your well-being are going to be the people that benefited from your lack of boundaries in the first place. And those are probably not people that you want to keep around. Just saying. Just saying. So that's also where protecting your energy comes into play. Because... By setting boundaries, you are protecting your energy. If you don't have the capacity to do something that somebody is wanting you to do, then why the fuck would you do it? Why the fuck would you do it? To people, please, that's why you would do it. Because you don't have boundaries, that's why you would do it. Because you're codependent, that's why you would do it. And I don't say this with like any hate or shame. I'm basically talking to like myself. <laughs> I'm not like I say this with love I say this with so much love I say this with so much love because I want everyone to understand that you are allowed to put yourself first 
and you are allowed to put boundaries and you are allowed to protect your peace and you are allowed to protect your energy whatever the fuck that looks like for you all right so i feel like this is a good place to end this episode because i am just all over the place and i've been talking so long now that i just need to shut the fuck up (laughs) but (laughs) oh excuse me told you i'm a little sick but (sighs) i hope that y'all got something from this and i do want to do a little call of action um something that you can implement into your life that is going to help you so (coughs) so sorry excuse me let me just drink some water real quick But if you feel as if you are a people pleaser, just practice this. So whenever someone asks something of you or you feel like you need to go and do something just because you feel guilty about it or you feel bad or you're trying to make another person feel good, but it's going to personally make you not feel good. This is what I want you to practice. Saying no. (laughs) Just saying no. However that looks for you. I'm sorry I don't have the capacity for that. I'm sorry. No, I just do not feel like doing that. Honestly, you don't even have to give an explanation. Just say no. (coughs) (coughs) I am really sorry, guys. This is another reason I have to get off here. But... I just want you to really practice that and just see how you feel after. It's going to feel weird and uncomfortable, especially if you're not used to placing boundaries and telling people no. And if you're so used to people pleasing and doing things for other people and not showing up for yourself, boom. If you're so used to people pleasing and doing things for others, but not showing up for yourself, when you show up for yourself, it's going to feel weird and it's going to feel like it's not the right thing but it is girl it just feels weird and a little uncomfy because you're not used to it like give it a little time because like a half hour hour later you're gonna be like damn i'm so i'm so glad that i said no and let me tell you what when you get better at this and you practice it and you become more comfortable with telling people no it starts to feel empowering it's fucking empowering when someone wants you to do something and you're like no (laughs) no i'm not doing that Like, I do not want to do that. I'm not doing that. That shit's empowering as fuck because you're not afraid to do what is best for you. And you, I mean, obviously be respectful, you know? Like, I'm not telling you to just go around and be like, fuck that, fuck you. No. Like, be respectful about it, you know? Especially, they're your friends. You care about these people. You love these people, but you love yourself, right? You love yourself. So what we're going to do is we're going to practice saying no to things that we do not want to do. And another little call to action, I want you to just, if you start to feel anxious or you get those uncomfy feelings, (coughs) oh my goodness, just sit through them, okay? That's the codependency part, just sit through them. And I really want you to encourage yourself to try to at least do this once, you know? Just push yourself to just sit through it. Give yourself like a good hour. Don't hit anybody up to go do anything. Don't hit anybody up to come over. Don't go and try to distract yourself. Just sit through the fucking shit. Sit through the uncomfortableness, girl. Give it an hour. Give it two hours and see how you feel. All right. 
with all my love. Until next time. Bye.